Player 2, this is Player 1. Plugging in. Player 1 is initiating connection. Player 1 is online. Player 1, this is Player 2. Plugging in. Player 2 is initiating connection. Player 2 is online. All players have successfully connected. You are now plugged into the Plug and Play podcast. Initiating startup sequence. Thank you for tuning in to episode 119, episode 111 in an alternate universe. I'm your host, Zach, and alongside me as always is Tim. Welcome, minions. Holy fuck, I think I actually got that down right in in the correct order. Like for the for first like, time ever? Yeah, for like the first time fucking ever. You should get a prize. Um, I know, really surprised. Um, so Tim, what have you been up to this week, man? Um... Last time we podcasted, I was about to get my PlayStation 4 Pro, and I got it on Thursday. Um, so, uh, where's my PlayStation 4, bro? My brother-in-law has it. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> you don't need it yet, do you? Dude, I, like, I've got like two games sitting here waiting for it. Okay. Well, I told him he has to give it back by the end of the year. Okay. All right. So he's got, a, he's got an end date. He's p- trying to play until dawn as well. Since nice. He- since he guest hosted our playthrough, he um, got interested in the game and he wants to play through it. So I'm nice. Left. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Um, so you'll get it eventually. Um, he knows he's got a time limit on it. That's um, cool. But speaking of my old PlayStation, um, well, first backing up, since I complained about Best Buy last time, um, I should for picking up Mafia Three, I should say that the uh, pickup process was smooth as butter. No problems. Just walked in, got it, got out in like five ten minutes. Nice. Didn't have to kick over any signs or anything. That sucks. I know. You never did put that video up. Um, so I got home, and transferring between the two was super easy. So before I have put in a, a hard drive, and actually when you get it, you'll notice that it doesn't have the stock 500 gig hard drive. It has a one terabyte. What? Yeah, I put a terabyte hard drive in there. It's a mixed, um, it's not a full SSD, it's a hybrid. Oh, it's a hybrid. Yeah, so like... Wait, 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 wait. In the PlayStation 4 I'm getting right now has a hybrid? Yes. Wow, okay. Runs a little faster than stock. Yeah, uh, no joke. That's awesome. more storage. Um, Seeing as how, you know, I'm totally like a PlayStation guy, I totally have a shitload of games to install. Well, I mean, there's a lot of good games you should play, like Last of Us and... I don't know. I have The Last of Us. Now, wait, hold on. Now, is the PlayStation 4 backwards compatible? No. Okay, lame. All right. Yeah, it is kind of lame. Um, they want to support their PlayStation Now program where you um, stream games, so they only want to do it through that service where they can charge you money. Huh. Because they're dicks like that. Anyway, um, so when I swapped the hard drives originally from my original PlayStation 4, there was a bit of a process because you couldn't just copy the drive onto the new drive. You had to start from scratch and download everything. So you could save your, your save files in the cloud and download those pretty easy. But you had to reinstall every game, and it was a pain in the butt. But wow. with firmware 4.0, 
Um, I basically took both machines, plugged them both in, put a uh, LAN cable between them, and pushed a couple buttons, and it transferred everything over all my settings, all my saves, all my what? files. What? Yeah, it was beautiful. It was like turning on my... Like, it even had the same background theme running. Like, it was just like... Really? It just cloned my PlayStation 4 over to my new one. Dude, that's awesome. It was awesome. The only thing I... And it was even cooler was it lets you uncheck boxes. Like, if you didn't want to install a certain game or whatever, it would let you do that. Um, really? So what I did was I unchecked the boxes of all my captures. Um, like, all the videos and screenshots I've made throughout uh -huh. the last year or two for review or whatever else reason I made it because I don't really need those files and they're big um, I'm already at a quarter of storage for one terabyte so I didn't want to use all that space holy shit I thought about upgrading to a two terabyte but it was just too expensive so wait did your PlayStation 4 Pro come with a terabyte hard drive come stock with the with the terabyte nice that's awesome and I thought I looked at two options I looked at a two terabyte standard drive which I could have afforded but if I'm being honest, what I really want is a solid state, and a two terabyte solid state is ridiculously expensive. It's like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, no joke. Um, I also looked at a one terabyte, a Samsung Evo that looked really nice, but yeah, again, that was two hundred and forty at a discount. Like, wow. I, think, I think normally it's around three hundred. Not really ready to do that yet. I would love to, um, but anyway, the transfer process was smooth, plug and play. Um, it's up and running. Um, I haven't noticed a huge change in performance, to be honest. Um, they p published a list of what games have um, boosts, and when I get to Laura Croft, um, the newest one, I will be looking forward to seeing that with better textures and such. Um, also, one of my games, Res, um, I'll when I play that in VR again, I'll probably notice something. But I've, I've heard that like VR is like the huge freaking like, that's improvement. That's honestly why I got it because the better I can make that experience, the better the frame rate, the the more um, pixels per square inch, the less the nausea factor is going to be. So I'm kind of not buying it for the games I have today, but the games I'll have next year. Um, because I knew I could save up the money right now, and I had the money. I just went in and did it um, right at launch. There was no I appreciate it. Yeah, and it benefits you, so there you go. <laughs> uh, moving off that topic, um, I'm still on my diet. I am I'm giving myself a little more flexibility. I told you I was starving last week. Um, so you must be doing pretty good with your diet then, because like I know I know you personally, and you're pretty strict when it comes to these types of things. Like if you set your mindset to do something, like you said you were gonna lose a certain amount of weight, you were gonna do, you know, you're gonna do this type of stuff for your health. You must be doing like better than you expected in your diet. I'm not doing better than expected, but I am doing well. Um, I'm still having trouble drinking the amount of water I'm supposed to drink per day. It's just okay. It's something I need more disciplined on. Um, but I'm seeing the weight slowly come off um, enough to where I'm giving myself permission to have more snacks throughout the day. As long nice. As, they're, as long as they're healthy snacks. So I'm eating things like pickles, um, low-calorie cheese, um, like 30 or 40 um, calorie cheese with some fruit. Like, so what the fuck does that look like for cheese? Like, what the fuck is a low-calorie cheese? Um, what I'm Well, to be specific, I'm eating the Laughing Cow Creamy Swiss Light. Um, comes in a little foil wrap triangle, um, about the size of a flash drive, and okay. it's like a, just a creamy cheese. Okay. Um, so it's not like a hard like cheddar or anything. No, no, it's just it's a creamy cheese. I'll usually um, like take a knife and spread it on some grapes or apples, just to make it more interesting. Huh. Okay. Because um, apple is on my my approved snack list, but um, 
I'm just hungry throughout the day, and I don't want to be thinking about food. I've already yeah. had a couple cheat meals, and if I'm hungry all the time, I'm going to have more cheat. I'm going to be tempted to cheat more often. Yeah. And I'm still planning on letting myself cheat um, once or twice a week, as long as I see the progress I'm looking for. Nice. So, yeah, I'm still doing that. Proud um, of you. That's thanks. awesome, man. Thank you, good sir. And then I saw a movie with my kids. Um, took them out to see Doctor Strange. And I can That's the new... Doctor Strange is Marvel, right? Yes. Um, okay. So, short plop synopsis. He is like this really skilled neurosurgeon. Um, he's kind of a dick. And he's driving to a, a, some kind of dinner event in his Ferrari or some other fast car. And he's texting and driving. And he basically wipes out and goes flying through the air and smashes his hands. Um, like, severe nerve damage, like, to the point where he can't be a surgeon anymore. Oh, shit. So he's looking for all these therapies, like, um, what is it, the stem cells to be injected? Yeah. yeah. All this crap. None of it works. He goes on this trek to Nepal for this one guy he he met who was healed some mystical way. And he starts training with these magicians and becomes, like, a master magician. And then there's this whole um, magic battle and stuff. But it's really cool. Like, the magic battles are... Unlike almost anything I've seen on the big screen, the closest I've seen to it is Inception, where all the buildings shift around and go upside down, and it's really cool. Huh. So, that was a lot of fun. The kids liked it. Son was a little bit bored, because he gets <coughs> low attention span, but my daughter loved it. So, if you are on the fence about Doctor Strange, I would push you over the fence and say go see it. Nice. But, I've been talking for a while now. What have you been up to? So, guys, I'm just getting back. Uh, we are obviously recording through Skype. We're not in person tonight like we have been the past uh, probably month. Um, well, not month because I went to Vegas, but recent weeks. Um, we just got back. My wife and I got Blazer tickets. So, we were low 100 levels. So, we were 108, um, which basically means we were within like 100 feet of the court. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that, but not much. Um Amazing seats. My uncle is a season ticket holder. Um, about once every season or preseason, he ends up not going. And it basically comes down to me and a handful of other guys. Um, luckily, today was my day to be picked to Sweet. go to the game. And who was playing? Uh, uh, Chicago Bulls. Yeah. And the Chicago Bulls is a excellent team this year. Um not unlike many other years, they are outstanding. Um, we got off to a really shitty start. Within the first, like, uh, probably two minutes, we were already down by 15. That's um, And we basically hung out at, like, 20 points behind the whole entire game. Um, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. And uh, it really solidified my need to start saving because my goal for next season is to be a season ticket holder as well. I will not have tickets that are nearly as nice as his, um, mm -hmm. but I really want to have a two or three seat um, season ticket holding standing uh, by next year. So, I have a dumb question. What's up? I have a dumb question. If you are a season ticket holder, do they ever give you opportunities to upgrade your seats for a game if they have extra, like, available? I don't know. Um, I, I would probably say no. Um, but the benefit of being a season ticket holder is, A, the games are, every game is cheaper. 
And B, mm-hmm. oh, well, actually, there's a couple. One, every game is a little bit cheaper for you. Two, throughout the season, they have, like, things that they give away to every seat. So, like, if you go, like, you'll have a T-shirt that's given out. You'll have mugs that are given out at the end of the game. You'll have uh, hats. You'll have stickers. Um, Season ticket holders not only get them during the games, but you also get sent all that stuff again at the end of the season. Hmm. Um, So basically you get a bunch of free giveaways. Um, And three, another major thing is if your team makes the playoffs, Mm -hmm. you are guaranteed tickets um, as long as you pay for them. So you get like a free run um, a week before regular audience members get uh, to buy tickets. You get a chance to buy your same seats again for the playoffs. Um, So it's really cool. My uncle's been doing it for years. My grandfather, his father, was a lifelong Blazer fan. Um, I don't believe my grandfather ever had season tickets, but my uncle has had them since my grandfather passed away, as far as I know. Um, so it's a lot of fun. It's an amazing day night. Um, it gets very expensive if you don't go often because like, you'll just kind of go overboard. So like I was telling Tim before we start recording, I'm already like four or five beers in. Um, how much were the, how much were those beers? You know what, Tim? I told them not to give me a receipt and tell me not not to tell me the price. So I don't know. Sounds good. That's probably smart. Yeah. So um, that's what I just got back from doing. Uh, I've been working a ton. Uh, Last pay period, I had 99.5 hours in a two-week pay period. Wow. Um, Which is a lot for me. Um, And then on top of that, I've had two deaths basically in the family. One of my coworkers that I've known since I was 16 or 15, um, he retired uh, seven months ago, maybe six months ago. Mm -hmm. He had about two weeks of retirement and had leg surgery. Recovering from leg surgery, he got MRSA, so he had the order to a retirement home. To recover, um, he recovered from MRSA. I went to Vegas. I talked to him. I called him up and I said, "Hey, how you doing?" He said, "I'm doing good. I'm I actually I don't have MRSA anymore. I'm going to be going home next week." I said, "Great. I'm going to Vegas for the trade show. I'm going to come see you right when I get back." Um, came back from the trade show, which was this week or no, last week, and uh, his wife called us on Tuesday and said that he passed away. So I guess he got MRSA, recovered from MRSA, was about ready to go home or did go home. I'm not really sure because I didn't really want to pry too much. Um, ended up getting a infection in his bloodstream, getting sent back to the hospital. They got him from that. He got another infection. He recovered from that, and then he got an re- infection in his lungs, and... He's a uh, good old boy from the farms, and he started chewing tobacco and smoking when he was, like, nine years old. Dang. So this infection in his lungs took him out within, like, 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Um, so I lost him, um, and then come to find out, uh, right before I lost, left for Las Vegas, um, 
a really, really close family friend that I've known since I was four passed away. Um, she's been, she didn't, well, first off, if you're an older person, let's say, uh, much older than Tim and I, so let's say like in your 60s and you're listening to this podcast, which I know there's one of you because one of my coworkers or ex-coworkers does listen to this first half of the podcast every week, um, and you're having health issues, go get yourself checked. Um, I know death is a scary thing. And that's the reason why a lot of older people don't get go again, don't go to get checked. Um, but she had chest pains, and she put it off for a year and a half, and went in and found out that she was basically terminal in the last weeks of her life uh, with breast cancer. Um, this lady ran a salon that basically, since I was the age of three and a half, when I moved back to Washington State from Alaska. Uh, with my mom we'd go every morning or not every morning every week with my grandma to the salon my mom and my grandma would go to get their face wax and go get their hair done Mm -hmm. every week before i went to school so i'd get up at like four o'clock in the morning go to the beauty salon get breakfast go to school um and i basically grew up doing that till i was like 17 um it was fun it was my routine and it was fun. I loved the lady. She was basically like a grandma to me. And she passed away this week on Monday or Tuesday. Just, no, Monday. Just out of the blue. You had no idea she was... I mean, I knew when I went to Vegas, she, my grandma called me and told me that she was terminally ill and that she probably wouldn't make it till I got back from Vegas, which was a huge thing because my grandma called me like the day before I went to Vegas, which I couldn't go see her. I got back from Vegas. She was still alive, but she was too sick for family members to come see her. Or you know, her family didn't want to be intruded on like that. Um, so I respected their wishes and stayed away. Um, and got the call from my grandma early Monday morning that she had passed away Sunday night. Um, so I can't stress enough, guys. If you aren't feeling good, get off your ass and go to the doctor's. I understand, like, you know, death is a fucking scary thing. There's no way around it. Or even illness Uh, where you lose function. Even, yeah, I mean, even illness is a scary fucking thing. But I can't stress enough. Just go see your freaking doctor. And, you know, my wife would kick me in the ass right now. I haven't been to the doctors in, like, (laughs) six years. Uh, You gotta start with the man in the mirror, bro. Yeah, exactly. So this is a real gut check to me, Um, you know. I gotta call my doctor. I gotta get back in, and that's the thing I'm pledging to do tomorrow morning: is call my doctor, get back in for a physical. Especially when you just... got a little one, depending on you, man. Exactly. So, I gotta get back in there. I gotta do that. Um, take it from the man in the mirror. You guys gotta get out there and make sure you guys are in health, so you guys can be around for a long period of time um, for your loved ones. But speaking of death, death all starts with the moment you're born. Um, we're all dying from the second that we are born. And Welcome, week... little one. You're about to die. <laughs> <laughs> so, this week we also had our baby shower uh, for our little guy. And I must say, after everything's done and said, mm-hmm. I think I have enough clothes from him, for him from the day he's born till probably about year one. Nice. So, we got a shitload of stuff from a lot of people. 
A lot of cool things. A lot of things that I purposely stuck on the bottom of the pile so we'll never have to use it, hopefully. Um, man, there's a... Like, people's taste in fucking baby clothes is fucking weird. Yeah. Like, some people are really fucking good at it. I'm like, Ninja Turtle shit. Fuck yeah. And then, like, some people are like, oh, this is, like, from the 1790s. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like... Like, I got some family members that, like, bought some shit that I'm like, oh, I didn't think they even made that shit anymore. I don't think this was popular when I was a baby. Yeah, exactly. So, um, a lot of cool shit. I got a Batman action figure for him, which oh. I thought was fucking awesome. So, my wife decided that that should go in the chest, and he can open it later when he's older. And I said, fuck that, and opened it up and set it on his dresser. So, now I have a Batman, <laughs> Batman action figure that's, like, 12... 12 inches tall, sitting on his dresser, and uh, my wife does not like it, but oh well. Dude, it's Batman. I know, right? That's funny. I will, I will say You took like it out of the package movie. and everything. I did. <gasps> fucking hiccup. Oh, yes. It's going to be epic if you hiccup the rest of the show. Oh, uh, shit. I've already had fucking four beers. And it's not Tasty <laughs> Street time yet. This is going to be great. Um, so I will say that it's the new generation Batman, not the Batman that you and I grew up on. Yeah, it's Batman. He can change it's a little bit. It's still Batman. So, it's more like sharp-edged instead of like big and muscular. He's more like modern technology Batman, which is still cool, but is not like as the, cool the as... like mesh him. armor and all that? Yeah, he's got more mesh armor to him. He's got more like jagged like gauntlets and stuff that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still pretty cool, though. So, he's out. Um, I got a Ninja Turtle outfit so far with a Ninja Turtle hat. I got uh, camouflage. I also got this really badass fucking like onesie, not onesie. Sorry, it's uh, Levi jeans, uh-huh. a t-shirt, a button-up, a jacket, and a fucking uh, fedora hat. Nice. And it's for when he's like one years old. So That's cool. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and it's really funny because. I got a lot of sweatshirts and stuff that are like zero to three, mm-hmm. and then I also got them in six to nine. So I'm like, this kid's gonna have the same fucking style from like zero to nine, because like I got like I got like six outfits that are identical from zero to three and three to nine. So, well, it makes it easy. Like you can have them wear the same thing every day too if you want. Exactly. This, this is your Wednesday outfit. Exactly. So. um... Sadly, your family couldn't make it this week. Your wife was in D.C.? No, Florida. Your wife was in Florida this week. Um, and your daughter could not make it because she was at the grandparents, right? Yeah. We were all so, over the place. Yeah, your family we'll was get, we'll all get, over We'll the get place. something for your little one eventually. Don't worry about that. Yep, exactly. So we're not worried about that. But so, Some it was nice sad. 70s looking sweater. Because that's what yeah, you like, apparently. That would be great. Um it would just sucks because your family couldn't be there, but we will do something. Uh, just our families together, maybe. That'd so, be cool. um, we'll have to get together and maybe play some uh, uh, Jackbox Party Pack Three. That would be fun. Hey, speaking so, of playing games, I played games what, this week. Did you? I did. What did you play? Um, I finished up a couple games for review. Uh, Sports Bar VR. Um, okay. So, did you get better at darts? I got better darts, yes, a lot okay. better darts. I figured it out. Um, aiming is still weird, but at least I can throw it and hit the the, the board. Um, okay. I have trouble like hitting at the board. Um, I like um, what's it called? Um, air hockey a lot in that game. Really? 
yeah, I wish there was a way to play friends. I don't have any friends that own the game. Uh, that'd be cool. Because it, it does support up to six players. Well, you know, I'm getting a PlayStation uh, 4, so I might be able to pick up the Just VR. Just hotwire your Oculus, which... Never mind. If you haven't hooked it up to your PC, you're never going to make it work on another system. Hey, 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 hey. We're not talking about my, what I've been playing yet. Shut up. I know you didn't play Oculus, so you'd be talking all about it. Um, the other game that I, I basically played from start to finish, um, I think I was maybe like a couple stations in, um, was the final station from Timey Build. Did you um, really beat the it? party at PAX that had the game running, and I played a little bit. Did I what? Did you beat it? Uh, yeah. Holy shit. Um, like okay. I said, almost start, almost start to finish. I had played a little bit before, and it kind of set it down. It came out in August. And I kind of think this isn't the right kind of game to play in the sunny summertime. I think right now is the perfect time to play it, where it's all dark, and we just elected someone who's going to plunge us into the dark ages, and we're all doomed. Hey, hey, hey. You know what? Our stock market's actually done pretty good since he's been, like, elected, presidential-elect. Uh, and we got some pretty good fucking memes. I'm not going to lie. I got do some love pretty the, good Obama-Biden memes. I love those. are pretty fucking awesome. Those are pretty epic. Um, but back to the game. So, in the world of the game, the world is pretty much ended. It's just that everyone hasn't quite died yet. Um, transportation's down, infrastructure's down, there's no communication hardly. Um, but you are in control of one of the last remaining locomotives. Um, and so you can bring desperately needed supplies to different cities. Um, but the setup is that every time you hit a city, there's a digital blocker that the government set up. And you cannot progress past that blocker until you input a four-digit code. Um, it's not entirely clear who's managing that, um, but you will have to go through the city and find the code to get out of there. So part of the game is you on the train maintaining this train, and it's old so its systems are failing. So you'll have to run back between different instrument panels, and it doesn't tell you like what you need to do. You have to kind of figure it out on the fly, which is stressful the first time. Um, and along the way, you pick up different modules with different uh, panels and they don't tell you what to do so that gets stressful if you get above a certain um, like voltage or whatever the train will stop and then you're just kind of screwed um, so you got to manage that and if you have passengers on board you have to keep them fed and give them medicine or they die um, and you don't really want that because they give you rewards if they make it to the next station huh so when you finally get to the station you get out and um, Pretty quickly, you get a pistol, and you need that because there's infected everywhere. That's part of the end of the world. Now, now those are the black things, right? Yes, um, they are. They were once people. They're not exactly zombies, um, but they're zombie zombie esque. They're uh, like uh, they're like black shadow figures almost, right? Yeah, they they okay. just whatever they're doing, they'll stop and attack you if they see you. Um, so there's some that are kind of slow moving, and I didn't figure this out. Maybe there was a tutorial I missed, but there's actually a punch button, and I could have really? sa I could have saved a lot of ammo. The slow moving ones you could take out with a charged punch, because um, you don't get a lot of ammo. Like ammo is super scarce. Really? You got to conserve your shots, and you want to. Cheating, Jim, bro. Dude, I, I like playing the game the way it's built. Fuck you. You're crazy. Um, so, punching was super important to learn, and I learned that fortunately fairly early. There was, okay. a, there was a hint that popped up. said, hey, use your charge punch. Well, charge punch? What's that? <laughs> Google, what the hell is a charge punch? That's exactly what I did. Um, then there's other monsters that um, are bigger and take more hits. 
So you can still do the charge punch, but you have to hit him once and back away and do it again. There's uh, one that's um, got smoke coming out of him, and if you hit him, it explodes, and you pretty much die. Huh. There's one, um, if a, like an armed forces or a police officer gets turned, they have a full suit of like body armor, so you have to knock off their helmet first before you can kill them. Otherwise, you can shoot them all day and nothing will happen. Really? And then there's these little, uh, my, my least favorite, these little guys that like run hunched over, and they run really fast at you, and they're hunched over. And because the game's targeting system's a little bit uh, finicky, like you can miss them a lot, and they can really do some damage to you before you get them. So you're running through, you're getting all, getting past all these guys. You can't see what's on the other side of a door. Once a door opens, you can see that room. Um, but you're always like, is there something behind that door? So there's a little bit of stress there. And you're trying to pick up more ammo, of course. You're trying to pick up food and medicine for your passengers. You're trying to find that code. And there's actually a pretty decent variety of the stages at each station. Like sometimes it'll be like a high-rise apartment. A lot of times it'll be like a, a government um, underground bunker that goes way deep underground. Um, there's a couple like forest scenes. Toward the end of the game, I'll spoil it for you if you don't want to be spoiled. Stop listening for about 30 seconds. There's Fast a, forward! There's this creepy old castle like um, that this guy is like doing experiments on the infected. Like he's got these um, exam tables that swivel down like and, dr jekyll and mr hyde type shit yeah like dump dump the bodies once he's done with them down to a pit below what and the it, fuck this is creepy castle and you can't get past this one door until you ring a bell it's pretty cool um but throughout the game there's just this sense that everyone's like surprised they don't know what to do they have been trying to find their loved ones you talk to people in the towns um some of the towns are completely abandoned except for infected and some still have a few survivors and um, just it, it really paints a really accurate like a realistic feeling picture of like just total like we don't know what's going on like the government's not talking to us this seems hopeless and halfway through the game you are tasked with kind of helping the government's one last shot at survival and okay. I don't I don't want to spoil exactly what it is but you get to see them set it up, you get to see the execution of it, and I'm going to spoil this, you you get to see its ultimate failure, and at that point you realize, like, you're going from station to station, but you're just delaying the inevitable, like, at some point you're going to reach your final station. Wow. And then, at That's the, dark. the very last bit of the game, there's this really cool character that gets introduced. Um, what's the old guy in um, that zombie uh, podcast you like? Oh, um, you're talking about uh, We're Alive, mm -hmm. and you're talking about Bert. There's a guy that's almost exactly like Bert. Really? I, I'm not going to tell you everything he does, but you first meet him, you're like in a building, and there's a long hallway, and there's a whole s just line of, of bodies of infected just with their heads blown off and everywhere, and you open the door past Oh, that's totally Bert. Yeah, he's just sitting there. He's smoking a cigarette with his shotgun propped up next to him. He's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so um, you kind of run into him um, throughout the rest of the game, and he is a really cool element to it. So long story short, I enjoyed the game. Um, it's bleak. It's not a pick-me-up like Happy Bunnies type game, but I really enjoyed it. Nice. The last game I, I played was um, just really short. I saw um, 
someone tweeted it, and I thought it'd be fun to try because I haven't actually tried this kind of game before. Are you familiar yeah. with Are you familiar with Vine games? No. So Vine is a way to make a game if you really don't have programming experience at all. It's like making a choose your own adventure where you just you make some text. Some of the texts have like hyperlinks and will go to the next choice. If that okay. makes sense. So you'll have a, a wall of text like describing something, and then maybe three of the there'll be like three parts that are underlined, and those will be your choices. Okay. And depending on which one you click, will go to the next scenario. So you can you can build a like almost any scenario you want. So I wanted to try a Vine game, and this uh, game's called, uh, well, this is awkward. And the setup is, you're about to get it on, and you reach into the drawer, and you realize you don't have any condoms. So, it's all about, like, going to the drugstore, and trying to be, like, low-key, and, like, do I pick up a magazine first to disguise my condoms, or a box of chocolates? And then you're in line, and, like, do I do I talk to people in line, or I just try to not maintain eye contact? What the <laughs> fuck? The whole game is about being awkward um, and uh, and getting condoms. So I beat the game. I posted the screenshot. You got and, sex? Yeah, I got sex. Um, I posted the screenshot in the outline for you because um, I thought it was pretty funny. Is that the is that the final screenshot? Yeah, it says nice. You were able to buy condoms without being too awkward. Congrats on the sex, and it's got the emoticons of the eggplant and the little sploosh. <laughs> so. That was pretty funny. It took me all of like five minutes. Um, it's all on HTML. So uh, if you want to play, just Google while well, this is awkward. And there you go. That's what I've been playing. What about you? So I posed a question to you earlier this week and you never responded. Uh-oh. What's that? If you're a black guy and you only shoot white people, is that racist? Um, are only white people shooting back at you? Uh, as far as I can remember, yes. Okay, well, if I'm a soldier in the Middle East and I'm only shooting Iraqis that are brown, does that make me racist? I mean, I don't... I was asking you a question, asshole. You answer. I'm answering it now. That's a roundabout answer. That's the way I like to answer. Well, let me pose it this way. If you were an African-American in the... 30s and you're shooting at white rednecks is that racist it's all situational bro if you're just like going to whitesville to shoot some white people then yes but if you're surrounded by white people putting you down i mean i kind of went to the bayou to just shoot white people and white people only live in the bayou so (laughs) it's all situational man it's why are you shooting them well because i was playing mafia 3 so actually people have brought this up before like um there is uncharted games where you're just shooting waves and waves of brown people and really yeah and it starts to feel like they're supposed to be the bad guys or whatever but you're this you know middle class wealthy well-to-do white guy just shooting waves and waves of brown people and it kind of starts feeling weird so yeah it's it's not a bad it's not a bad question to ask so i've been playing it I played a lot of Mafia 3 this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, probably so, about seven hours. So when you start the game, you're actually shooting Haitians, if that makes you feel any better. Yeah, but the point where I'm at in the game, you don't. Well, like I said... Or I those, haven't been. Those are the people in power, and you're trying to take them down, so it, it makes sense. Okay. So I played a lot of Mafia 3. Um, I got the Irish guy on my team now. Uh, wow, I'm actually uh, ahead of you. Dang. Whoa! What? Yeah. 
Wait. I, I had the sit down with all three captains. Have you had the sit down yet? Um, I'm trying to sit, think. I don't think so. No, you'd know if you had the sit down. They all yell at each other for a little bit. Oh yes, I did. I like the the weird uh, creepy uh, old house. Yeah, the old creepy plantation house. So how much further did you play past that? Um, I think that's probably where I quit. I think that is hilarious. We are at the same exact spot. Well, fuck. I guess I'm not sleeping tonight. No, dude, that's good. We yeah. more, we can talk more about it as we play. Yeah. So that was. I don't know. I didn't find it very. I mean, I haven't found the game very challenging yet. Like I've. I'm playing it like on the middle setting, where the game starts you out at. Yeah, me too. Um, and I haven't really, really ran out of ammo. I started um, with aim assist, and that was too, too easy, so I turned off aim assist. Okay, um, I haven't gotten that far, but yeah, you're a little bit more pro than me, I guess, asshole. Whatever, not really. Um, so I don't mind because, like, when I'm playing Mafia Three, I usually just want to plop down for an hour and not. It's my non-thinking game. Like yeah. I'm going to devote way more thought and attention to something like Final Station than I am to Mafia 3. I'll just yeah. you know, cruise around in my car and shoot some fools and feel well, good about it. And I've been doing a lot of uh, trying to not shoot people. I've been trying to like whistle at them and get them to come to me and like kill them that way. Yeah, it's often quite easier that way. It is. Um, Another thing I've but... found is you can rush an objective. Like You just rush to where you know the last thing is in the... Stage. And you just finish it. And you just finish it. It doesn't matter if there's 20 guys behind you that would kill you in the next second. Yep. As long as you get to the boss and exactly. take him out, you're good. Which is kind of funny. It is pretty funny. So I've been playing a lot of Mafia 3. Um, I'm really, I'm actually starting to really enjoy it again. Mm-hmm. Um, there for a little bit, collecting those three characters was starting to get really repetitive and kind of boring. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm past that, it seems a little bit more fun. I tried playing some NBA 2K17, um, but I think I fucked up my game somehow, so I'm going to have to restart. So Is that because of Cheat Engine? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I didn't really, like, fuck it up, but... Okay, so like, I I hate that the, games, the game is, like, 82 games per season, because each game, if your player does really well, you play more during the game, and then, like, you miss the cutscenes... So for the first season, I like to kind of just rush through the games as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. But 2K17, you have to go to your team practices or your minutes get cut. Hmm. The team practices fucking suck, and they're not fun at all. So I've been skipping team practices, even though my player is like in the lead for MVP of the season... He's still only getting like eight minutes per fucking game. Instead of starting and being like 12 to like 20 minutes per game, he's getting eight and is like a bench warmer because he skips team practices. Which is like, okay, that's real life. Like, I guess like if like LeBron James like decides he's not going to go to fucking practice for like a whole fucking season, he decides he's not going to do any time, any team oriented stuff. He's not going to do any PR stuff. He's probably going to lose minutes. He's not going to be a bench warmer, obviously, because he's a fucking beast on the court. But he's probably going to lose fucking minutes, or he's going to get, like, a salary cut. But my guy is outperforming every other person in the NBA and on my game. 
and he's playing the least amount than like a fucking rookie that just got drafted and it's pretty bullshit so i'm not really sure like if they've updated to a new cheat engine code then maybe he takes that out i need to look into that to see like maybe if like there's like a code they wrote to where like team practices doesn't affect your minutes because my guy's getting all the deals he's got like shoe contracts he's got commercials bunch of other shit maybe the coach just like is annoyed by all that fame he's got maybe like, i'll show him coach. i'll show him you know what it's because my guy's black and the coach is white that's what it's it always is. about that for you it is i mean not about not for me bro it's for my fucking character dude <laughs> it's for my fucking character mm-hmm. it's some bullshit mm-hmm. yeah okay that's what it is right. that's what it fucking is you're right and you're the one who suggested it so you're right okay i'm sorry game's pissing you off bro yeah I was pretty pissed because I won, won the place from NBA 2K17. And I was like, oh, I have like 17 practices I got to miss before I can play a game. So I did it. And it was like, your character plays like three minutes. And I was like, I will fuck this shit. So then I went back and shoot some fools and went back in the Mafia 3. Nice. So. Anyways, you ready to talk some tech? Because uh, I really don't have any of the games. Technologic. Technologic. Buy it, use it, break it. Um, I actually snuck in the tech talk already. You didn't even notice. I didn't notice at all. Uh, so let's recap this real quick. PlayStation 4 Pro works great. Um, looks good. It's um, I really like the form factor. It's got. I, I did an unboxing video. You can check it out on our plug and play um, YouTube account. YouTube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. Thank you. Um, so if you want to see me open the box, see what that's like, feel free. Um, so, what's the size comparison between the original and this? Like, maybe 20% bigger. It's not... It's it's heavier. It's noticeably heavier. Um, okay. It's not that much bigger. Maybe an inch on the sides and an inch in the back. And okay. it's kind of hard to tell because it's kind of built that weird diagonal shape. What about height-wise? Um, very much smaller. Maybe... Uh, what? I think a finger length, maybe. It's smaller height wise. No, no, no. It's just it's it's bigger than the original, but not by much. Oh, okay, okay. It's bigger in every dimension, but um, most noticeably wider. Okay. But not huge. I'll bet it okay. looks really big compared to the new slim model, though. Hmm. Um, I have a picture I can um, send you. I'm going to send okay. it to you right now on the air because no one else can see it, and that's really exciting podcasting. Exactly. Um, but. That'll give you an idea, anyway. Hey, I have a uh, awesome Biden Obama meme here for you. Yeah, what's that? Okay, hold on one second. Biden, I changed the wife a White House Wi-Fi password to "I love Mexicans." If Trump wins, he's never gonna have service. Obama, <laughs> you a savage, Joe. <laughs> I love those. I think I've seen all of them, but they're really good. So there you go. You should have it now in your uh, messaging app. Oh, shit. Okay. Wait, bottom one is the new one, top one is the old one? Correct. Huh. I like the light bar on the new one. Yeah, I like having the physical buttons. That's a change. Um, the new controller is virtually the same. There's um, gray gray buttons instead of black, and there's a little oh. tiny light strip on the top. Because um, like some games will use the light to indicate your health or whatever. And yeah. It's kind of hard to see because it's in the front. 
Um, but now you can see because it's right, there's a little strip on the touchpad that lights up. So that's kind of neat, but it's not much different. Um, and now I have a lot of controllers, but that's good. So anyway, that's my Tech Talk PlayStation 4 Pro. Wait, Black. how many controllers do you have now? Well, technically I have four. Oh, shit. I'm going to let you basically have one with the system, so okay. I'll, be, I'll be back to three. Wait, what the hell is your brother not using then? The same one. Okay. But it's going to go to you eventually. Gotcha, gotcha. But I'm just saying right now I technically have four. That's insane. So, enough tech talk. I'm ready. I'm thirsty. Let's go. Hold on! I got one from Biden and Obama beam. Okay. Biden, I left a Kenyan passport on your desk just to mess with him. Obama, Joe, Biden, oh, and I left a prayer rug in your bedroom. He's going to lose his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Obama, God damn it, Joe. I don't have it in front of me, but one of my favorites was Joe. I left a bag of Cheetos in all the restrooms. <laughs> Obama. Why'd you do that, Joe? Biden. In case he has to powder his nose. Oh, my God. My other favorite one was the one where Biden goes, I changed all the doorknobs in the White House. Obama. To what? Biden. Cats. <laughs> Obama. Why? Biden. Because I have to grab him by the pussy. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably my favorite thing this week. Uh, it's definitely making my week. So, guys, Tim, why should I like us from Race on iTunes? Um, do you like Joe, Joe and Obama memes? Yes, I do. You do. Um, I do a lot. Do you want to? Do. do you want to live in a universe where those continue to exist? I do a lot. You need to like us and rate us on iTunes and subscribe I did to us. A lot. Okay, that's good because if you didn't, a space-time vortex would open up and all of those memes would have ceased to be, and we would not have that bit of laughter that we desperately need right now. Does that mean that Hillary would be president at that point? I didn't say that. I said we wouldn't have our memes. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's all. We'd lose our memes. I, we we can't control everything, but we can control some small part of the fabric of the universe. Gotcha. And you want to keep these memes, right? Yes, I do. All right. Well, you know what to do. All right. Well, we'll be right back after this commercial break with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me go grab it really quick. Okay. Go grab your dick. I already did. Nothing livens up a party quite like a big serving of dicks. Grandma's coming over. Dicks. Wedding shower. Dicks. Family reunion! Dicks, dicks, dicks! It's big and it's gooey, it's saucy and it's chewy. What's in my mouth? It's gotta be dicks. And we are back. Tasty dicks in hand. Well, speak for yourself. Um, I'll go first. That's cool. That's cool. So, do you remember last week when I couldn't get that Pock Pock Sum open? Pock Pock Sum, Pock Pock Sum, yep. Alright, I finally did. Um, okay. So, so last week, I actually, you kept... Hold on! What? What did it take to get open? Um, an adjustable wrench. Okay. So um, it, it wrench, literally but... did. I could not get it open with bare hands. It it won't even close all the way now, but it sort of closes. Okay. Um, so you kept calling it ginger, but that was the flavor I couldn't get open. The flavor we actually tried was pineapple, which was... Oh, that's right. It was pineapple. And that was good. Yeah, you like Did you that. drink all that this week? No, I still have quite a bit. No. Um, so this week... I am actually trying what I was originally trying to try, which is ginger, and I've already tried it, 
and it's a lot stronger in flavor. I don't know if you've tasted a lot of ginger things, but it's got that kind of burn flavor. Oh, ginger, or my wife loves ginger tea. I love ginger too, and I know it's like an acquired taste or whatever. Like, you either like it or you don't. Wait, wait, what was that alcoholic drink that we had? Is it like in brass cups? Isn't that ginger something? Yeah, there's a ginger ginger beer in that. That's a Moscow Mule. Uh, That's right. Um... So I guess I could sort of use that to make a full one of those. Um, so this has that strong flavor. I tried it diluted with just water, and it was still really strong. So I found a way that I really like it. I'm going to go ahead and do that now. So I've got a tumbler glass with uh, three rocks in it. Okay. And I'm pouring the pock pock some into it. Pock 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 some. About an inch, inch and a half on the bottom. Um, my goal here is to dilute it by f- four times. So I've got that. And then I've got some LaCroix. Peach. The hell's that? LaCroix. Yeah. It's canned water. Okay. You know LaCroix. Oh, you drink LaCroix. That shit? Yeah. Hey, I'm actually drinking that right now. I'm drinking the peach stuff. Dumbass. That's what I've got. Sorry. I've got the, I've got the peach pear. <laughs> That's what I'm drinking too. LaCroix, what's that? Um, So that actually mixes really well with it. It kind of softens it and sweetens it a little bit. I love the peach pear. So, I don't know if you'd like uh, the ginger I probably would. on its own, but I think you would like it with the peach pear. So, I think I need to buy stock in LaCroix because I buy like three packs of that peach pear like a week. Well, if you want to make it um, have a little kick, adding some pop pop some makes it uh, just, I don't know. And healthy. Yep, it is. So, tell me about your dick. I, well, um, wait. Which part? Like, the real one or the drink one? That's up to you, bro. Okay, guys. So, if you take Viagra, (laughs) this is a really fucked up tech talk. But if you don't, then you're like me. So. So, you're going to tell us about it or or not? Yeah, so Indian Pale Ale, Dick's Brewing, which is out of Centralia, Washington... Which they sound like real dicks. <laughs> Has a Surgeon General warning where pregnant women should not have this. I'm trying to find. You're saying the, pregnant oh. women shouldn't have dicks? Well, they already had dicks. That's the reason why they're pregnant. 6.2 alcohol by volume. Established in 1994. I'm trying to find the IBUs, but I don't see any of that shit. It's an Indian pale ale made by dicks. They might be real dicks who make this shit. I don't fucking know. That dick tastes okay. <laughs> I'm going to isolate that audio. <laughs> Make that your ringtone every time I call. That, that dick, dick tastes, tastes okay. That dick tastes okay. Oh, Zach. He thinks that dick tastes okay. <laughs> I'm not a huge Indian pale ale fan. This is like definitely like pale. Have you ever had this one before, Tim? I know you dropped your dick off in my fridge, so. You know, I've never tried. I've never tried dicks, bro. I left. I let. I let. Let you take that bullet. Yeah, it's not the. I'm not uh, really. I'm not really into dicks. Yeah, this is definitely not a good tasting dick, but it's not the worst tasting dick I've ever had. If you know what I mean. No, I. I don't. Why don't you tell me more about all the dicks you've tasted? Well, 
This is about the only one. <laughs> All right, you ready to kick it? Yep, let's kick it. All right. All right, today I've got something called Sparker. It's fire and light in one. Okay. Um, I'm like, go ahead and uh, let them talk about it for a little bit, and then I'll jump in and elaborate. Alrighty. At Power Practical, we love high voltage, shooting sparks, and lighting up the party. After bringing this test of oil to life, we knew it was time to put one in everyone's pockets. Introducing the Sparker, a plasma lighter and flashlight in one. The flashlight is a one watt dimmable LED that can run for four hours on full bright. The removable lid doubles as a diffuser, transforming the light into a lantern. The plasma lighter uses electricity to create a windproof solution that requires no flame, butane, or fuel. The Sparker is great for any of your outdoor adventures. lighting your barbecue, around your house, or simply being prepared. Sparker is also USB rechargeable. Please back or share our project and light it up. All right, as you just heard, it's a windproof plasma lighter on one end and a flashlight on the other. And you can take the cap um, that goes over the plasma lighter and put it on the um, flashlight end and it turns it into a lamp. Um, so it's a pretty cool multi-tool. It's really cool to see the plasma arcing on the base if you want to light a fire or whatever. Uh, it'd be great if you were like, camping a lot. Um, and it's pretty reasonable price. It, it's also interesting that it charges with a USB, so you never have to swap out the batteries, hopefully. Huh. Um, 35 bucks for the early bird. and um, But I'm actually interested in something they didn't talk about in the video, which is the Sparker Mini. The Sparker Mini looks like a Zippo. Um, it flips open and it has a smaller um, arc lighter. And it's got a little LED in the base. So the same multi-tool capability but it's better for like everyday carry because it's the same form factor as a Zippo. And that's huh. 20 bucks, and I'm thinking about it. That seems really cool. Yeah, so go ahead and check it out. It's Sparker. It's uh, spelled S-P-A-R-K-R, so it's like Sparker if it was missing the R. Um, e. The E, sorry. Um, they were asking for 40 grand. They got 20 days to go, and they're 200,000. Or 200, Holy shit. 234,000. So they're definitely backed. Um, it's from Power Practical. And like I told you, you can get the Early Bird um, Mini Sparker for 20 bucks, which is what I'm looking at. You can get um, the Early Bird Full Size Sparker for 35. Um, pretty cool combo is sold out. The Early Bird for, for both the Sparker and the Mini Sparker was 50. Um, that's sold out. Now you can get it for 60. Um, to get the combo. Still, not, still not bad. Not bad. Um, and then going up to that highest level, which is only $200, you get a five-pack of Sparker Minis and Sparker Combos. Hmm. 
um, which I don't know if you, if it came out before Christmas, that would be cool, but it's not going to come out until June next year, so. Lame. Yep, that's what I got, Sparker. What about you? Sweet. Well, I got another meme for us. Uh-oh. This one's kind of bad, guys. So if you, I don't know, whatever, just be, just beware. Did you know, Tim, mm-hmm. that China built a wall and they have almost no Mexicans? Yeah. Okay, that was a meme. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I have a smartwatch powered by you. Have you ever wanted to join the Matrix, Tim? You mean where, like, I just live in a little cocoon and... I, Choose the red or the blue pill, Tim. Right now, the blue pill's looking really good. Alright, well, the blue pill... Leads us to what the developer has to say. Our world has an ever-increasing thirst for energy. Our machines, vehicles, and factories all demand it. Yet most of the energy we use is wasted. Over 30 trillion watt-hours of heat per year are wasted by power plants alone, enough to power the entire world. And our environment is part of the collateral damage. Over 15 billion batteries are thrown away in landfills every year. At Matrix, we wanted to create technology that makes the way we use energy more efficient and more intimate. We wanted to start with a problem everyone has experienced firsthand, feeling frustrated when your electronic device runs out of power when you need it the most. There hasn't been any innovation to solve this problem, and that got us excited to solve it using our thermoelectric technology. After five years and several prototypes, we're introducing our first product, the Matrix PowerWatch. It's a smartwatch that's powered by you. It works by converting your own body heat to electric power. And the best part is, you never have to charge it. The watch comes alive because it's powered by you. The human body at rest emits 100 watts as heat, similar to that of an incandescent light bulb. When exercising, that number jumps to one kilowatt, similar to the average power we use in a home. What's so cool about this watch is that as you exercise and your skin gets warmer, the power watch generates more power. It's got a unique power meter that shows how much electricity your body has generated right on the face of the watch. We can do some exciting things with this technology, like accurately measure the amount of calories you burn. Our thermoelectric technology measures the amount of heat you've generated from the calories you've consumed. It's also packed with all the features you'd expect in a smartwatch. It has sensors to track both activity and sleep quality. We're designing changeable watch faces to suit your mood. We've also built micro applications so you can do more than just tell the time. And of course, it syncs with your phone and your account in the cloud. Are you into running, mountaineering, trailblazing? It works even better when you're out and about, especially in cold weather. Since you never have to charge it or replace the batteries, it's very well sealed and water resistant to 50 meters. And if you ever take it off, it'll go to sleep and store all your data. When you put it back on, it comes back to life. We've done most of the hard work. We have a few dozen prototypes and a ton of data, so we know it works. The PowerWatch has been vetted and certified by Aero Electronics. We've brought on Andrea Ponti, a world-class smartwatch designer. Our engineering and manufacturing is headed up by Larry Tsai in Hong Kong, who has helped numerous wearable companies like Fitbit ship millions of units. 
and to ensure it all comes together, we've brought on Bao Singh as our manufacturing director. He has over 20 years of manufacturing experience bringing products to market. Now we're ready to go to market, and we're so close to the finish line. Your funds will go towards the final production tooling to manufacture the power watch. Join our campaign today so that we can get this watch into your hands. We'd be thrilled to have you on this journey so that we can harness the world's wasted heat. All right, guys, that's a smartwatch powered by you, Matrix Power Watch. Um, the world's first smartwatch that never has to charge. Powered by your body heat, it uh, measures your calories burned, activity level, and sleep using our advantage thermometric technology. Um, super early bird starts at 119, um, one matrix, military grade nylon strap. Um, it looks like you still have a chance at that. About 200, uh, currently can get in at that price. 139 gets you the Indiegogo special. What the fuck? Oh, well, that's because you get the military grade nylon. So that's the best deal no. at 119. Yeah. It, 139. I don't know why anyone's bought the 139 one. 30, 34 yeah. stupid people bought that level. Yeah, I don't know why the fuck anybody's bought this one. I can't. That threw me off for a second. Ooh, twin pack. We could um, save even Ooh. more. Two thirty nine. Actually, no, two thirty nine. That's the same price. Never mind. Yeah, but we get two of them. Yeah, but it's the same price as one nineteen times two. If you want to get the four pack, it's a one or three ninety six, mm -hmm. jumping up to the high dollar price. Nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine dollars <laughs> gets you the distributor pack. Hundred of them will not only be the first to distribute. But you'll get these units at Indiegogo, Indiegogo only distributor prices, lower than suggested wholesale prices, free shipping in the U.S., plus 250 for shipping outside of the U.S. Um, and four people have claimed that, apparently. Wow. So, they are looking for $100,000, U.S. dollars, I should say, with two months to go. This is Indi they, Indiegogo, so they can do that. Exactly. They currently have two hundred and thirty thousand dollars nine hundred. Or wait, sorry, two hundred thirty nine. What the fuck is this? Two hundred thirty thousand nine hundred thirty U.S. dollars with fourteen thousand eighty-five backers. This is by Akram Bukai and Aero Electronics. Um, out of Melo, Menlo Park, United States. I don't know where the fuck that's located. But in the United States, um, it's a smartwatch that is super cool looking. Cool. Um, I'm kind of looking at the calorie counter right now. Hold on. So it looks like a woman snorkeling or surfing, sorry. She definitely does not have as good of a booty as the girls in the game that we were playing. This guy is running around in a circle for some reason. He's trying to burn those calories, bro. I guess so. This integrates with your Android and iPhone. And hold on one second. The team is made up of uh, Akram, Bukai, Douglas, Tham, Balsang, Hafen Ling, and Ruminski. Arjun, Matarati, Martin Tran, 
Hein Nijujin. Hold on one second. Don't start fucking laughing at me yet, asshole. I love how you pronounce names. I know. <laughs> what happens when I take off the power watch? The power watch goes to sleep and runs off of battery power where it draws a tiny amount of current. Put it back on and it turns on with the correct time. So where the fuck's this battery power coming from? From you, dumb shit. You're making the battery power. And how come you never heard of thermometrics before? Thermometric technology has been around for decades. Duh, dumbass. But only in limited niche applications like NASA built spacecrafts. So, your watch? Fucking NASA technology. Alright, enough about this watch. Alright, that can be found over at Indiegogo. Check out Smartwatch Powered by You by Matrix Power Watch. Join the Matrix. Join the Matrix. Choose the blue pill. Alright, I'm ready for some game industry news and events and releases. Let's do this. Alright. Let's just talk Nintendo this week. Nothing but Nintendo. Um, Nintendo okay. Switch. I like Nintendo. Nintendo Switch price might have been um, the price might have been released. The UK game re- retailer um, listed it and then took it down um, at uh, 199 pounds or euros. Um, would if you translate that to American, it would be somewhere in the range of 249 to 299. So that's good news to me as a consumer. I don't know about you, but I don't. I was hoping for somewhere in that range. No, I, I like it. Um, I'm excited for it, and that leaves me some extra cash, maybe to get a PSVR. Yeah, well, not cheap, so you would need that extra cash. And speaking of Nintendo systems, it is 100% confirmed now. Nintendo acknowledges that the Wii U production is ending. They don't need to make any more of those clunkers. Um, bah, 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 bah. <sighs> so I have a moment of silence for the Wii U. Yep, that was long enough. Took um, it back and shot in the head. Nintendo stock uh, had a surge this week, and it's not—it's not for either of those stories that I just told you. The stock went up because Nintendo announced because of Trump. Nope. Uh, okay. Because today they announced Super Mario Run will launch on December fifteenth for nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Yes, ten dollars on iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch. What about the fucking Android assholes? Not released at that time. They're going after the biggest uh, gaming market that isn't pirated. So you can also get a free mode well, of the fuck game. Fuck you! I'll down the APK or that shit then. That's why they aren't releasing an Android version. Um, players will be able to download a game for free and gain limited access to the three modes. So you can try it out before you buy it. Okay, that's cool. But um, the full game um, with full access to all three modes. It's nine ninety nine, and I'm glad they're doing it that way. I'm glad it's you know you could try it out for free, but they're not going to do in-game ads. It's just like you try it, and then you buy it. I I would like to see that mo- that model for mobile games more often, honestly. That would be nice. So um, with that news, their stock um, went up this week. Sweet. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Game releases. Watch Dogs Two coming out on November fourteenth, which is yesterday. I want PS Four. Xbox One. Not yet for PC, right? Not yet for PC. I, I want to play this, but I'm not going to get it until I've gone through... I can't do two open world games at the same no, time. No, you cannot. I well, know that because Dragon Age Inquisition, asshole. I just don't like that game. 
I just don't. I tried. Fallout 4, asshole. I, I, I keep going back to it. Assassin's Creed, the Ezio collection, PS4, Xbox it's One. It's me, Ezio. <laughs> I like Ezio. He's cool. Frieza me, PS4. Uh. No? Okay. No. Hasbro, family, fun pack, Conquest Edition, PS4. I don't, I don't think Conquest when I think Hasbro. Like, no, what does neither that do I. What does that even mean? No fucking idea. Little, it'll, do. No, it's it'll do too. It'll do too. Mechazoo, PS4, Mutant Muds Deluxe, PS4, Overclocked Gourmet Edition, PS4. So I'm, before we go on, it'll do too, I'm going to look into, because that's one of the few Ouya games I bought, and it's a Zelda-esque. Oh, really? Yes, and then Mechazoo is a game I interviewed about three years ago at PAX, and it's kind of cool. It's like a Sonic kind of game, but you can tra huh. transform on the fly between different... Oh, I remember this! You can transform a different, on the fly between different types of animals that have different powers. I remember so, you talking about this shit. You were all in on this game. Um, well, it's cool because you like use the ability to spin up in the air with one character and then swap on the fly to get the sticky grab um, power of the other one. So you need to like really be switching back and forth and on your toes. So yeah... Keep going. Sweet. Silence, PS4. Space oh, I Race. Tell me to shut up. Yeah, I know, right? Episode 1, PSVR. Uh-oh, I'm going to have to look into that. Stern Pinball, PS4. Time Machine VR, PSVR. Damn it, that's two I have to look into now. Yeah, you got that right. Wanted Corp, PS4. Yesterday Origins, PS4. Pokemon Sun and Moon coming out on November. Friday, November 18th. Do you 3DS. care about that at all? I don't give a shit. Okay. Um, Star Wars Battlefront Ultimate Edition, PS4, and Killing Floor 2, PS4. Now, Tim, just so you know, I also forgot something on my weekly update. I got my sword and scale shit this week, dude. Yeah, that was cool. I saw a picture. Yeah, so I got stickers that I need to come and like sneak over and stick on your cars at night. I wouldn't and mind that. Yeah, right? Exactly. So you won't be too pissed when I sticker your car in your windows <laughs> in your house. And I got a coffee mug, and it's awesome. The coffee mug is badass. My coworkers didn't understand it, so I took it home. So. <laughs> like, it wasn't cool enough. They, they weren't cool enough for it. Yeah, they want, like, you know, FedEx and UPS cups and shit, so. Lame. Yep, exactly. So, guys, that leads us to this week's question, which is... I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know either. So, guys, if you don't fucking know, leave us an answer. And until next week, check us out at facebook.com forward slash plug and play show, Twitter and Instagram at plug and play cast, and youtube.com forward slash plug and play gamer. And if you don't fucking know, let us know you don't fucking know. Until next week, guys, don't forget to prime and.